Hi, I'm Krista. Welcome to Dumb Hot Mom. Welcome back, dummies and hotties, to Dumb Hot Mom, where we celebrate where we are now and reminisce about where we were then. We bring you the latest, greatest breaking pop culture news from 15 years ago. And today we have such a good episode for you. It has court cases suing several controversies that have been going on lately in the news that have to do with things 15 years ago. So it's really, it's it's so exciting, really. And I am so excited to share it with you. Today, we are going to first start off with some announcements. And one of my announcements is that Charlotte is starting Solid Foods and it has been so fun and so cute. And I, oh, you guys know me. I, I am passionate about food, so I can't wait to introduce her to new foods and see what her favorites are. And, you know, it's going to be so fun. I'm very, very excited. So far, homegirl loves watermelon and green beans and strawberries the most. I think those are her favorites. It has been magical and it has been fun, but there are a few downsides to starting solids. And you know what? You want to know one of those downsides? One of those downsides is I use approximately uh, 350,000 paper towels a day. Like I I think that I am solely responsible for the killing of the Amazon rainforest. (laughs) It is a lot. I'm constantly, constantly cleaning her up. And so if you have any tips for that. I should probably just start using a cloth, but I get kind of grossed out about cloths. Like I use it once and I'm like, okay, it's dirty, but okay, whatever. doesn't matter. All right. Speaking of food, let's do food news. You guys, I got a big juicy food news segment for you today. So let's go. First up. Utah shakes have made national headlines the last few weeks. And apparently we are doing shakes wrong. One of the articles from the takeout that I read said that Utah shakes are too thick to be considered milkshakes and they should just be called ice cream. They said that milkshakes you should be able to drink through a straw and most shakes here in Utah are made super thick and we eat them with a spoon. So I know I have some Seattle people. Seattle, weigh in here. Are our milkshakes wrong? I never really thought about it, but let us know. Let us know if milkshakes are wrong. If you've if you've lived other places or if you have strong opinions about that, please let me know. Drop it in my inbox at dumbhotmom on Instagram. Second, Taco Bell is bringing back rolled chicken tacos on September 7th, and they are going to debut a new chicken-based menu called the Chili Crisp Chicken. It's a new protein. It's only in Newport Beach right now. So Newport Beach, California. So if it does well there, it's going to roll out to the rest of the country. But guys, it looks delish. And I really hope it does well in the little beta test. Last for food news, Totino's pizza rolls are coming out with an orange chicken roll. They're ditching the pizza and making a little orange chicken like rice situation in the little pockets. And honestly, I can't wait to try it. It sounds delicious. Let's get into the juice of today, okay? Today's current pop culture quick fix has to do a lot with our pop culture history. So we are going to be going back and forth and back and forth, okay? So let's 
get into it. Let's talk about the blindside drama with Michael Orr, the Tui family, and how Sandra Bullock has been roped into everything. Let's break down. Here's what happened recently. Here is our current pop culture quick fix. Last Monday, Michael Orr, who was the homeless boy that the movie The Blind Side was based off, is suing the family who took him in. Okay, the Tui family. He is suing them because he believes that they tricked him into signing a conservatorship when he thought they were adopting him. Michael also said that the family earned millions of dollars off of his name and that he didn't see a penny. So, Michael who is now a retired NFL player, is suing to end the conservatorship, one, and two, for all of the money that they have made using his name. Before we get into anything else, let's get into some pop culture history to see why this matters so much. In 2009, November 20th to be exact, The Blind Side was released in theaters. Okay, so ticket prices were around $9 and a large popcorn was around $6.50, in case you were wondering. I was, I looked it up. <laughs> okay, so the movie is based on a true story, or so it was told, uh, about the Thule family who took in a homeless teenager and helped him find passion in football, paid for a tutor, paid for clothes, food, gave him shelter, just like took him in and helped him get into college. And uh, the, the movie portrayed it like they adopted him and made a happy little family. And it was so sweet. The movie is so freaking good. It made about $309 million and it did super, super well. Okay, it, it, it got tons and tons of awards. Let me just read all of the awards that it got, okay? Most of them are for Sandra Bullock, by the way. Because she's amazing. But anyway, okay. So Sandra Bullock won the Academy Award for Best Actress in her role, The Blind Side. She played Leanne Tui, the mom. Uh, Sandra Bullock won the Screen Actors Guild Award for Female Actor in a Leading Role. It won the Best Picture Award. It won the Teen Choice Award for the category Drama Movies. Sandra Bullock won the Teen Choice Award for Best Actress. It won an NAACP Image Award and Sandra won another award for NAACP. Okay, so it's like five awards for Sandra by now. It won an MTV Movie and TV Award. It won the Best Acting Ensemble Award and then Sandra Bullock won a People's Choice Award for the role. So the movie just like cleaned up and especially Sandra Bullock who did, she she did absolutely incredible in this movie, okay? She was just amazing and lovable and the, oh, the blind side, you guys, the blind side is one of my favorite movies and I... I am so sad to hear this news, okay, that it might not have been what it was portrayed as. I loved it for a lot of reasons. Like, I love a sports movie. I love, I love a based on a true story movie. Remember, remember a few episodes ago, I was talking about my favorite, one of my favorite lines from all movies is in this movie. And she says something like, hey, crotch mouth, zip it or I'll zip it for you. Like, it's so funny. It's so funny and classic. And Oh, I'm so devastated about this story. It's just like tugs on my little heartstrings. So let's get into it. Now we're here in 2023. Okay, this is 14 years after the movie came out. 
Michael Orr, who is now 37 years old, has revealed that one, he was never adopted, he was part of a conservatorship, and two, he never got any money from the movie and saw the story, and that the family sold his story and basically got tons of money off of his story with like books and movie and public speaking gigs and all of these things. The Tuies have been painted in a terrible light and the sweetness of the movie has, has kind of been soured. Like it's, it's kind of tarnished. So here's what people are saying about the Tuies. One, it's being said that the Tuies purposefully put Michael in a conservatorship, but told him he was being adopted. They're saying they tricked him to gain control over his finances. Michael Orr said that he didn't find out about the conservatorship until February of this year. That's 2023. That's 15 plus. No, it's 20 because he was actually. So this really happened in 2004 and five. And then the movie just came out like four or five years later. So this is 20 years of thinking that you were adopted. So devastating. Okay, number two, they're saying that they found a boy who was receiving tons of football scholarships already and preyed on him to rise to fame and success. So basically, the movie portrayed it that Michael Orr was um, intelligently challenged. <laughs> Is that kosher? Intelligently challenged and that he didn't really know what football even was. And they taught him football and they like introduced him to it and they taught him how to do it and things like that. But the truth is he was already the number one offensive lineman in the state and receiving tons of football scholarships already. Okay, so that was portrayed a little bit differently. Leanne Tui. Mm, Leanne, Leanne, Leanne. Where do we even start with this? Um, she has been accused of pretending to be like a white rich savior who is pretty, pretty racist. Actually, she is accused of thinking that everyone she comes in contact with who is black or a person of color is unfortunate and poor and needs to be helped, which is so bad. In 2015, an Instagram incident occurred that doesn't exactly counter this point. She was at a KFC her husband and her made their fortune on these franchises. Okay. They had tons of KFCs. They had tons of other restaurants, but anyway, so she was at a KFC with her friends and there were two black teenagers charging their phones. So she went over and talked with them, took a picture with them, which is super sweet, right? That sounds super sweet until she posted on Instagram that she had given them money and helped them with their bus fare and given them tickets to a football game when she hadn't, okay? One of the boys saw the picture on Instagram and commented and said that that wasn't the case at all. She didn't give them money. They didn't need bus fare. He has a job, he had money, he didn't need her help. And that she had weirdly asked for a picture out of nowhere. Yikes. Okay, next, people. what people are saying about the Tuies. Michael said that he hated that he was portrayed as dumb in the movie. And in 2015, he started to come out that he was upset about the movie and that he wanted to be portrayed better. And the Tui family in an interview brushed it off saying that he must not, he just doesn't want to talk about the movie anymore. Like he had recently won a Super Bowl. Like, let's talk about that. Let's stop talking about this movie that portrayed him. Well, they didn't actually say that. They just said, let's just not talk about the movie anymore. Let's talk about other stuff. When really Michael was upset about how the movie portrayed him. And so the Tuies are 
getting kind of this image that they are spinning any bad press that they get into a positive and kind of not really addressing the needs of Michael, but just kind of making it so that they seem good in all lights. Last and certainly not least, Michael Orr is stating that he didn't receive a dime from the movie, but the Tuies made millions. Okay, this this is heartbreaking. This is heartbreaking in so many ways. One, think think about like you thought that you were adopted into this family and then you find out that you were just in a conservatorship. That sounds really bad. And I didn't quite know exactly what a conservatorship was, so I, I Googled it. So here's a, a quick Google search told me about conservatorships, okay? Under US law, a conservatorship results from the appointment of a guardian or a protector by a judge to manage the personal or financial affairs of another person who is incapable of fully managing their own affairs due to age or physical or mental limitations. Okay. He doesn't have mental limitations, so it's a little weird. Two, imagine something so hard happening to you, like being a homeless teen and having several other people who you thought were your family benefit from your story. That's pretty, pretty sad. So, so sad. The third thing I wanted to talk about doesn't even have to do with Michael. This actually has to do with Sandra Bullock. And that's where this comes in. Because of the negative press, people are asking Sandra Bullock to give back her awards because she portrayed Leanne Tui as an angel. And now all of these negative connotations and allegations have come out. So they're asking her to give back her Academy Award and all of these other awards that she got that we mentioned earlier. <sighs> yeah, it's just, it's sad. The movie The Blind Side actually inspired Sandra to adopt some children. And in 2009, when the movie came out, she broke up with her longtime partner, Jesse James, and in 2010, adopted her first child as a single mama. Slay queen. That is so freaking awesome. However, there is controversy about this as well, because the child she adopted is black and people are saying that she and Leanne Tui share the same white savior complex. The Tuies have muted all comments on social media and have responded via their lawyer as well has done a few interviews here and there. And here's what they're saying. Sean Tui stated that Michael Orr wanted to play for Ole Miss, but because Sean was high up at Ole Miss, he was like one of the donators. He, I don't know exactly. I couldn't really find it, but because of his station at Ole Miss, Michael wouldn't be able to get in unless he was part of the family, which sounds a little bit reversed to me. Like I thought like if he was part of the family, then it would be nepotism. So he couldn't get in, but apparently, apparently Ole Miss just was all about nepotism. So anyway, he went to a lawyer and the lawyer said that an adoption didn't make sense because he was 18, but they could do a conservatorship that gave him legal dominion over him and that he could go play football at Ole Miss. Two, the Tuies are saying that they all love Michael and they're heartbroken that it happened this way and that they're, they've agreed to end the conservatorship immediately. So that will go into effect. They're going to end it. The Tuies said that he was getting scholarships from colleges before they took him in, but 
because of his bad grades, he wasn't going to be able to go to college. So yes, it was twisted a little bit in the movie for like, uh, I don't know, what is it called? Showmanship or story plot line appeal. But he wouldn't have been able to go to college because of his bad grades. So they bought him the best tutors that money could buy and they helped him be able to get into college. They said that Michael is still a part of the family and that he was even a big part of Colin's wedding. Collins is the oldest daughter and she got married in 2016. Um, 2016 is also when Michael retired from the NFL and he was like a big part of that wedding. He went as a family member. Like he was treated as a family member. It was never that they were using him to get money or anything. They, they state and stand by that he was a member of the family. Speaking of being a member of the family, each family member got $14,000 from the book deal, including Michael. And the movie money was also split equally to each family member, but Michael didn't want it. He thought that he deserved more, so he didn't accept what they did give him. And so the Tuleys put it in a trust for Michael or son. So at the time, Michael had one son, and now he has four kiddos. Leanne went about things in the wrong way in 2015, but her foundation for foster children started in 2006 and has helped hundreds and hundreds of children find foster homes and get tutoring to help them get into college. So there is some good to what she's doing. However, again, she she has not always done it in the best way. Sean Jr. stated in an interview that Michael texted them in 2021 that he would, quote, go public if they didn't pay him $15 million. And now this is him going public. So that is quite the accusatory thing that he had pretty much blackmailed them and tried to get $15 million from them or else he'd go public. It's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Another few things to note, the Tui said that the conservatorship was the only way to make him a part of the family since he was over 18. But in Tennessee, where this all took place, it's actually one of the few states where you can easily adopt someone over the age of 18. Also, Michael Orr was arrested in 2017 for assaulting an Uber driver. And when Orr got arrested, he was heard saying that he was mad at the Uber driver because the Uber driver was just trying to get more money out of him. And so that that's a little telling to me. So what's the truth? I, for one, believe it is somewhere in the middle, like maybe Michael Orr is feeling taken advantage of. Maybe the Tulies are also feeling that way. I think there's faults on both sides. I think that there's a side to every story, as there always is. And, you know, we're just going to have to see how this plays out. There, There is supposed to be a statement released this Tuesday, tomorrow, if you're listening when this comes out. So we will have to see how it goes. And, you know, I will keep you posted on all the latest. I have a few questions that I wish I could ask. And one of them is... Was Michael really treated as part of the family for all those years? Was he truly, truly a member of the family? Did he go to events? Was he over for Thanksgiving dinner? Like, what part did he play in the family? Because that, to me, might signify that it was a conservatorship for legal reasons just when he was 18 and not a conservatorship to control him now as a 38 year old man, I do wonder 
so the Tuis were in fast food. They're very rich, very wealthy. I'm sure they've seen a law document or two owning the franchises. But Sean Tui, the dad, he's not a lawyer. He doesn't know exactly what to do. So he had to reach out to legal counsel. And maybe that legal counsel told him to do a conservatorship versus an adoption because the lawyer just wasn't good. There's just so many things. I don't know. There's so many things. And maybe the day that Michael Orr got arrested, he didn't really say that thing about the money. And maybe he didn't really try to blackmail the twoies. You just don't know. We just don't know. So let me know. Let me know what you think. I want to hear all your thoughts on it. Without further ado, we'll get into the rest of pop culture history. Pop culture history is sponsored by Brick Slopes. Brick Slopes is the number one Lego convention in Utah. And guys, it's coming up. It's at the end of the month and it is August 25th, 26th, and 27th at the Mountain America Expo Center in Sandy. You guys, it looks so freaking cool. Bring the whole family, get out of the heat. The best part is that kids under five are free and you can go and it's it's basically like a Lego museum, but also interactive. So you can make little things for yourself. You can find the minifigures. You can go in the Lego pit that they have. It's just going to be a great time. And I'm so excited that I have a discount code to offer you. So go to brickslopes.com. And at checkout, you can use the code capital DHM10 for 10% off. Again, that's capital DHM10 for 10% off. Did I already tell you guys that kids under five get in for free? Because they do. It is such a fun activity. Go with the whole fam. It is inside. Again, inside. So you don't have to be so freaking hot and sweaty. I'm a sweaty lady this time of year. Thank you so much, Brick Slopes, for sponsoring Pop Culture History, and I hope to see you guys all there. I'll be there Friday the 25th. Thank you so much, Brick Slopes. For the rest of Pop Culture History today, I thought it would be fun to talk about Sandra Bullock, okay? I've I've heard his, her name a lot of different ways the past couple of days as I've been doing research. Some people are calling her Sandra Bullock. Some people are calling her Sandra Bullock. So I don't really know to be honest I could probably look it up maybe I should do that yeah maybe maybe I'll do that brb okay you guys it's Sandra Bullock so there we go all right <laughs> starting from the top let's talk about Sandra Bullock okay Sandra Bullock is an American actress producer philanthropist I cannot say that word I can never say that word Philanthropist. There we go. Okay. Who has become one of Hollywood's most well-known and successful actresses. Here's an overview of her life and her career and all of those things in between. Now we've already talked a little bit about her private life in regards to this story of Michael Orr, but let's get into a little bit of the early life. Okay. So Sandra was born on July 26th, 1964. She's a lovely Leo, a Leo queen, Miss Sandra Bullock. Anyway, so she was born in Virginia and her dad, John, was a voice coach and her mom was an opera singer and a voice coach. So spoiler alert, I think, I bet you, I bet you Sandra can sing. I bet she can sing. I don't think I've ever seen her sing in a movie. Have we? Guys, help me out. Have we? I don't know. I don't remember. But anyway, 
her mom is an opera singer. And so she just traveled around a ton because her mom would go and perform these beautiful operas all over the world. So she grew up a lot in Germany and it exposed her to lots of cultures and languages and all sorts of things. Sandra went to college in North Carolina and then she has the the cutest little actress becoming a star story. So she moves to New York, the Big Apple. She's looking for her big break and she ends up getting this like teeny, 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 tiny little apartment in New York. And she works as a waitress and a bartender. So classic story going to New York, trying to find her role. And she ends up getting a role in an off-Broadway play. So she finally gets an audition. She's been auditioning and auditioning and she finally books a gig or whatever the theater people are calling it these days, but she books a show and she does it and she starts doing more and more and more. She's suddenly in movies. She's starting the transition from like Broadway to movies and she's an extra. And then all of a sudden she starts doing bigger roles and she lands a huge movie. Okay, not huge, but a pretty big movie with Keanu Reeves called Speed. Now, Speed is an action comedy, and I have not seen it, and so I really need to watch it because action comedies are my fave. We have this joke, my uh, husband and I have this joke where he'll ask me what kind of movie I want to watch, and every single time I'll say, mm, something kind of action-y, something kind of funny. Like, I say that every single time. And she starts getting into character. She starts learning about Leanne Tui, and she really grows a kinship to Leanne and just... And, and, and who wouldn't, right? Like the, the script and on paper, it seems like the most endearing story and the script is so beautiful and she does such a wonderful job and she is inspired. She's inspired by Leanne and decides that she wants to have kids and her current spouse doesn't want to have kids. So they break up. Uh, they've been together for about five years and then she decides to adopt by herself a child and it is so freaking cool she's like the single mama i i have the most respect for single mamas single parents single dads out there my gosh freaking get it i'm so proud of you i just want to give you the biggest hug it's it's amazing what you do every day good job and just continues to live a fairly private life like she keeps things pretty private Shortly after she adopts her second child, she begins dating Brian Randall. And if that name sounds familiar, it is because Sandra Bullock's longtime partner, Brian Randall, passed away recently. So August 8th, 2023, so this year, just a few weeks ago, honestly, a few days ago, it comes out that her partner passes away. And this is so, so sad for so many reasons. One is he passed away from ALS, which is so, so sad. Two, all of this stuff has been coming out about the Michael Orr stuff and the blind side and people want her to give back her Academy Award and they want her to comment on it and she's grieving the loss of her partner. It's just, it is so hard and so sad. And I, I just am sending her all the, the hugs and best wishes. I hope that she gets through this rough time and that she is comforted in it. She is wonderful. And I think that she did a wonderful job portraying the character Leanne Tui. And I think we should let her keep that. 
<laughs> let me know what you think. I would love to hear your thoughts on everything. You know, is there, is there merit to taking away an award for someone portraying someone who, you know, wasn't really what they seemed? Like, is there merit? Is Leanne Tui really what she seems? Is she, is she just a human who has freaking flaws? Is Michael Orr just a human? Like I'm, I'm all about that there's two sides to every story. And I genuinely think that all of these people involved are trying their best and they're just feeling hurt in different ways or trying to help maybe in wrong ways. I don't know. Tell me, tell me what you think. I'd love to know. Let's get into some more fun facts about Sandra. So Sandra is a food girl, you guys, just like us. She owns a restaurant in Austin, Texas called Bess Bistro. We should go. Road trip. Anyone down? All right. Some more fun facts. She speaks fluent German and has dual citizenship in Germany from when she lived there as a girl. Remember, her mom was an opera star. She traveled all around. They lived in Germany for a long time. Oh, speaking of her mom, another fun fact is that her character in Miss Congeniality is based on her mom and her personality and experiences as an opera singer. We've got to know more about that. Maybe we'll do another another episode on that because that sounds so fascinating. Some philanthropy. I did it. Guys, I said it. I said that word. <laughs> uh, I guess that was philanthropist that I was having problems with. But anyway, some generous... <laughs> You're kidding. Philanthropy. Generous philanthropy that Sandra Bullock has been involved with. She donated $1 million to the hurricane katrina efforts after that happened she donated to the american red cross and she's also been involved in supporting doctors without borders and a charter school in new orleans called the warren easton charter high school throughout hard things in her life sandra bullock has stayed positive and i'm so glad that we learned about her today thank you so much for learning about sandra bullock with me today i hope you enjoyed and if you liked it, go ahead and rate and review this podcast if you would, pretty please. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful week. Don't forget to review and rate. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what you think about the whole Michael Orr, Tui situation, and I will catch you next week. Don't forget to decide you're hot and have a lovely week. Love ya! <laughs>